0: All right. Good evening. Welcome to the Carl Rominger Show. Uh, also, known nice as get Rominger on the phone tonight. We're going to do classification clarifications. Um, there was a little raid at Mar-a-Lago the other day. I know you guys know. I'm all excited about this, right? We're not going to beat up on Trump too much right now. Um, let's talk more about what's going on. Um, what's going on in general with the situation, right? So if you're someone, and this would apply to anybody who has classified documents in their basement, uh, we'll help you sort through the issues uh, that surround classification. Now, we're not going to go through the levels of classification. Apparently, there were all different levels of classification of documents in this hypothetical basement that we're talking about. Uh, That individual or hypothetical individual apparently had uh, a few different kinds of documents. But the question is, could you, uh, if you were president of the United States, uh, declassify the documents? And the answer is the president has the ultimate power of classification. So one writer for The Atlantic explained it this way, that if a U-Haul was filled up with classified documents and the president just went out and waved his hand and said, everything in this U-Haul is declassified, that would be sufficient to declassify everything within the president's power of classification. Um, so Trump could declassify anything he could classify. In other words, the ultimate power of classification, and declassification rests with the president in most instances. Uh, the current president can override the past president, however. So if they really want to pull a fast one, right, Trump could declassify everything and say, hey, I don't have any classified documents. And then the new president who took power after him could say, no, I'm going to declass, I'm going to reclassify everything as top secret or above, or just give it back its original classification. And that magic wand that Trump waved while he was still president would be overwritten by the new magic wand by the current president. Uh, I guess maybe we're not talking about a hypothetical guy here, right? Maybe we're talking about Donald Trump. Um, some people were saying the Justice Department used a warrant which was overkill, you know, going nuclear. But one of the other arguments is that there were nuclear materials there. Uh, nuclear materials, not not radioisotope nuclear materials, but any document—some uh, very benign, some very important. Not literally the launch codes necessarily, but maybe just you know, like a better way to enrich some uranium, or you know how many sprockets it takes to build the triggering mechanism, uh, or why we disperse the weapons the way we do, or under what cases or scenarios might we react, or analysis of enemies' weapons, etc. Anything it's nuclear, nuclear secrets are born secrets, meaning the president can't classify them nor declassify them. They are unique creatures outside the president's purview. They're created by operation of law. So if you or I create a new nuclear secret um, or new new nuclear information, there are actually laws that pertain to that information uh, which cause them to be considered classified immediately. So if you were a scientist and you made certain discoveries Um, you might be barred by the law from releasing them to the general public. So if you wanted to go publish them, uh, you may run that. So certain nuclear uh, materials, written materials, or documents are born secrets, which simply means the president has no power to classify or declassified. Uh, Born secrets can never be declassified, to state that another way. Oops, I thought I could. Well, that goes to the requisite intent, right? Is it strict liability? Um, There's so wiggle room there. and if you thought you had the ability to declassify something, um, maybe you could do it. So, so to back up, um, we're sorting through, you know if you had classified document in your basement and you were the President of the United States, you have the ultimate power to classify or declassify those documents while you're President of the United States. Now, there are several laws that also apply to just accumulating things that are classified or formally classified. Uh, with the markings. There's laws that apply to accumulation of those things and the storage of those things, even if they're declassified, if they're secrets that could hurt the United States. What we haven't seen in this case and what we have to wait for before we can really understand anything, um, and hopefully we'll get to see, we saw the warrant, right? But we didn't see the meat of the warrant. We haven't seen the affidavit, basically. So let me explain that or break that down for you. What we had for Trump so far is the search warrant itself, which is what laws he might have broken or what laws might have been broken by somebody associated with mar lago and, re- and, and then what they were looking for there and then a brief property return of what they found there, right? Uh, what we're not getting is why they thought he would have those things there. So for instance, if the affidavit simply said, uh, the president acknowledged that he had some documents there, we were negotiating, uh, for their return. Uh, that could be what's in the affidavit. And a lot of people think that was overreach. On the other hand, if one of the Secret Service officers who was assigned to Donald Trump said, actually, uh, I was guarding the president at a time when I overheard a conversation between him and one of the people who hangs out at mar lago who's a golfing buddy of his, and he took down to the basement, was showing him some pictures of missile silos in Iran. Uh, you know, just kind of flexing to show off that what he has. And some of the material, you know, the letters from Kim Il-jong didn't really trip my trigger. I figured I'd let the old man do what he wants. But when he pulled out the missile silo stuff, I got a little concerned. So I, I dialed up the FBI. Now, if that's what's in there, that's a different, right? It's a little different. And so we're starting to see, uh, for instance, uh, Republicans canceled, the Free Caucus canceled a little press event they were going to have the other day because everybody's waiting to see what was actually there and what the explanation is. Uh, I'm usually pretty harsh on Trump, as you can imagine. Uh, I would say right now a little bit of restraint is necessary to figure out what was there and why it was there uh, and whether this was overreached by the Justice Department. Now, my sneaking suspicion is that when that affidavit comes out, it will be a little bit stronger than it was a breakdown in communications. Uh, One thing that I do think Trump's being disingenuous about is he keeps saying, well, if they'd have just asked for it, I'd have given it to him. Remember, they asked for it last winter. At some point, he returned some boxes, and then there was ongoing negotiations. That doesn't sound like just ask for it, and I'll give it back. You know, if, if you need your paycheck, and your boss isn't giving you your paycheck, and you have your wife call or your husband call your boss and say, hey, what about my spouse's paycheck? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. And then you stop in a couple of times to pick up, say, that last paycheck. And then eventually you have somebody, you know, who's a Carlisle police officer call or stop to see the guys. Hey, the guy really needs his police. He goes, don't worry about it. I'll get it to him. I'll get it to him, you know? And then eventually they arrest you for not uh, uh, giving the guy his paycheck. And you keep saying, all he had to do was ask it's hard to say nobody was asking if, in fact, you were conversing with people about it, right? So to believe the if only they would have asked suggests that um, when they asked, you didn't know they were asking. And, And that's going to complicate things for Trump a little bit, because even if these weren't classified or properly declassified, the fact or there's still government documents and government property. And when you ask for them back and you don't give them, that can make out an actual crime itself. Uh, it reminds me of when the space shuttle blew up a number of years back, you know, the, the second time on reentry, um, it left a trail of debris through Texas and a few other states. People were picking up that debris, and a few people tried to sell some of it on eBay. and And the feds basically would just call people up and say, "You will return this or you will be prosecuted." And I think there was one or two dummies, you know, always is who are like, oh, well, I don't know if I want to, I found it in the farmer's field and finders keepers, climp, climp, government property, you were demanded to give it back. In other words, there's always an argument that when you find something, even if it's government property, you don't know, I mean, even though you're selling it on eBay as space shuttle debris, right? Uh, Or you're you're pitching it that way. Uh, And you say, well, I didn't really realize this was government property. It's the demand that creates the proof of intent So that's one of the issues that Trump and his people are going to have. And apparently they're saying, uh, and I think Fox News has confirmed this, that one of his lawyers is saying that there was video of the search and that there was video running. Um, And there may even be video of the items being put there, Uh, but also that um, they signed a statement saying there was no longer any classified material there which is interesting because they didn't sign a statement saying there never was any classified material there. So perhaps there was an agreement that some of it was classified at one point, and maybe everything wasn't magically declassified. Just so many moving parts, so much speculation. But I thought it was worthwhile to go through the idea um, that the president has the ultimate power of classification. So Trump could declassify anything. I'll just run back through this one more time. The current president can override the past president. if that's the case here, if and, and, and let's imagine this scenario works like this. Let's say Trump says, well, I declassified everything and I don't want to give it back. And then the government sends down a, a, an executive order or a notice from, from the current President Biden saying, no, I, I reinstate all the classification. That's the end. That's black letter law. It might not seem fair, right? But he can do that. And if he does that and then says, by the way, we want all the classified, all the stuff I just reclassified back. I have the sole power of classification, just like you have the sole power to declassify. I'm exercising my same rights. I want it back. And then Trump said no. Well, then he's just in the wrong. Because just as he claims he could declassify anything, the other president, the new president, could reclaim, reclassify everything. I don't know, maybe this is some clever way to try to litigate whether Biden is properly the president. Maybe Rudy Giuliani came up with this one, too. Um, I don't know. Uh, and if it was nuclear materials, right? Nuclear secrets are born secrets, and born secrets can never be declassified. Even if you thought they could, they can't be. And requisite intent, these kinds of things are sort of strict liability, um, although for a president, I'm sure they would give him a lot of leeway. Uh, so just put that in the back of your head. Uh, we're sorting through these, declass- these classified, declassified Documents in the basement. The other mistake that was made here, and again, is you need to take this stuff to the archives. We got our, our perennial caller here, Josh. Josh you're on the air. Hey, Carl. What's going Hi. on, boss? Uh, not much. So they have the the, the, the,
1: they found the documents in the toilet, or whatever.
0: Well the toilet the, the, the toilet documents were in the White House, so somebody one of the staffers I guess allegedly photographed those in the toilet, right? Okay, but
1: they got they got associated with the story that oh somehow these these were in the toilet at Mar a Lago or whatever.
0: Well, if they if they were trying to flush uh, documents down the toilet it sure sounds like drug dealers trying to flush cocaine down the toilets, right? <laughs> well,
1: if they did right. If they did, they'd have a uh, Let's so, see what the documents that were in the toilet
0: were, more those documents classified. So here's the problem, let me, let me back up and say, I was talking tonight about classification, right? And the idea that the president has absolute power of classification. The problem is he doesn't own any government records, so I'll just give you a really quick example. Kim Il-Jung sent letters to Donald Trump as president, okay? He has to give those letters to the archives. Now the archives can treat those letters any way they want and traditionally would then send them on under their custody to the presidential library, okay? Um, so Trump's only mistake, if, if nothing else, was to take anything with him, he should have handed it all over to the archives and then got it back. It's, it's weird in a way. Um, the president can't take a draft, mark it up and throw it out. If he marks up a draft, he has to give it back to somebody who then holds on to that and every markup is a a separate record. It's a little different than regular record keeping some places where drafts get destroyed. Uh, And it's something that they're all taught when they come in. So they can't claim they didn't know. Now, the the theory is that that's why Trump was putting stuff down the toilet because he knew, that's the theory anyhow, because he knew that he was supposed to give that stuff back to somebody and that every scrap of paper, even in a garbage can, was being fished out and taped back together if he ripped it up, um, and he didn't like that. I don't think he was really hiding anything. I think he just didn't like the idea of how it was being done, um, and, and and I well, think I, I heard he didn't get any bill uh, of
1: uh, you know all the things that they see.
0: And so after they took the materials away, so so let's 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 back up for a second here. Let's back up for a second. There, there's some weird there's some weird BS on the internet right now, somehow like, oh, they wouldn't let his lawyer observe. The government doesn't have to let any lawyer observe the serving of any warrant, number one, okay? Number two, you don't get the property return until they leave. They hand, they leave it. So if you're not there when they search your premise, because by the way, if the government shows up and you're not there, they search it, right? If you're there, they can put you in cuffs and take you outside and set you on the, on the uh, lawn chair. Uh, or just put you in a living room if they feel like it. I think he will put you in cuffs, by the way. Um, and and search the place. And you don't have a right to call your lawyer while the search is going on. Your lawyer doesn't have a right to uh, look at the search or watch the search. And then, by the way, the other night, Trump's lawyer told Fox News that, in fact, they had watched the search on the cameras. Uh, and that, in fact, it was pretty much all on film. So the theory that it was done out of sight with no one knowing what was going on isn't passing muster. Admission. To Fox right. News, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, listen, the, the, the other thing was the government didn't even make this thing public. Trump made it public. Remember that. And then he mm-hmm. eventually released the warrant to bar, including the agents' names. Uh, where the redacted version from the judge didn't have the agents' names. But what we haven't seen, Josh, and the only part we really need to well, see right now. Bat, go ahead. Right off the
1: bat, he said there was hundred. hundred FBI agents in the, in the in the thing, and then uh, after shortly after that, we found a day later, well, there's thirty FBI agents. Yeah. And by the picture, it looks like a lot of the people there weren't even FBI; they're maybe even like local police. Or something. Yeah,
0: just to secure the outer yeah, perimeter.
1: We're holding up the. This-
0: or or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, it, and and here's the deal. The deal is, if he had documents he wasn't supposed to have, and he was dickering around about handing them back, right? Then right. May, maybe if he didn't have anything that was big or important, then this is a little bit of overkill. So what we really need to see, what we really need to see, is the affidavit of probable cause. Okay, and the affidavit of probable cause is what's going to say. Now imagine. Imagine the heads that will explode if it's like Jared Kushner told uh, an FBI agent that there were still classified nuclear documents at Mar-a-Lago, and he was concerned about it. Um, I guess the Trumpkins are what going to want to kill Jared Kushner next? Uh, you know, the the FBI. I think the guy who ran to the FBI office and said he was going to kill all FBI or whatever the other day. Um, well, here's,
1: here's the thing about. It. As the former president, I mean, you have, like, some type of clearance. You know? I mean, all these
0: people, like right. Carter, you know. Actually, his clearance was revoked. I don't know if you know this he or not. Access but, and also be privileged to those secure, uh, you know, facts, you know, because they're,
1: they're supposed
0: to be. right. You know? But
1: mean, what, what document could he have that he's
0: not really supposed to know about? Well, that's the problem. Once he leaves the presidency, even if he still has clearance, okay, he can't mishandle those documents. So, for instance, some documents can never be taken or lick that outside of a skiff which is a secure uh, facility they won't be secure. right so so in other words if you take the documents outside of a skiff so some of the people that i've listened to talking who are actual couriers for these documents the documents are carried in a locked uh, satchel and a second person has to accompany you while you move them say to the skiff from the secure storage to the skiff so they don't even let one person move the documents, let alone the document be locked up in somebody's uh, uh, personal home basement, like Marlago. Uh, so there really was—I mean, I don't—I don't care what way you spin it, there was some mishandling of government documents. If for no other reason, every one of these documents had to be turned over to the archives to then be released from the archives to Trump's custody or the library's custody, but accounted for by the archives. So the first mistake was just simply not to leave all documents for the archives to parcel back out. That's mistake number. Is that a criminal mistake? Well, probably not. But if there was, in fact... Well, if that's, go if ahead. That's a fact,
1: if that's a fact, then why doesn't like, uh, whatever agency those documents originally came from just archive all their documents after they're no longer criminal investigative record? Well,
0: so, well these aren't criminal that's investigative records. Right? We're talking about all kinds prosecuted of... Go- somebody. Why don't they just release all that stuff? We're, we're, well, we're not talking about criminal investigative records hiding? here. We're talking about... What are, what are they hiding? Okay. Well, well, the, well, listen, I don't know what they're hiding, but here's my point. My point is, so for instance, the, the president gets a daily briefing, okay? And includes classified information. So that entire book is classified. If a folder has some classified information, that, that entire report's going to be classified. Those documents come in from other agencies and the White House stores them because the president may need to look back at them to see what he saw or why he did what he did, for instance. So they become documents in the purview of the White House. Then the White House has retention policies and destruction policies and whatnot that they follow. But if they keep it and retain it, which they're supposed to do, they don't really destroy any presidential records anymore. Once they're used by the president, they become part of history and they're either stored in a classified facility by the archives, or the non-classified documents are stored by the archives and then released to the presidential libraries if they so choose, if the the library wants those things. So understand that there's no document classified or unclassified in a White House that should have gone anywhere but the National Archives the day you left. Obama successfully did it. Bush successfully did it. I'd like to argue that. Wouldn't wouldn't all those documents at some point already be part of the record somewhere, like somewhere else. Okay, no, 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 you're not understanding something. So so, so Josh, Josh, let me ask you, whoa, Josh, does it, it does, Josh, Josh, that doesn't matter. And I'm, I'm, Here's why I'm going to explain that to you. Let's assume there's a courthouse record, right? And I'm just going to use a simple analogy of a law office. So there's some records generated at the courthouse, right? That would be very important for your lawyer to have seen. Well, let's assume you have a lazy lawyer that you paid a lot of money to who never bothered to look at them, right? Or even get them. If they're not in his file and he's simply allowed to say, oh no, I I, I threw them out because they're at the courthouse, right? How do you know he actually ever had them? You see? No, 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 listen. How do you know if he ever actually had them in his hand? Well, one piece of evidence are they're in the file. Okay? So lawyers, every lawyer you've ever used, when the courthouse generates documents, puts them in your file in his or her office to show that they had those documents and are aware of what was in them as part of your file. So there are many documents that get duplicated many times to create various files. So the presidential records are everything the president generated and everything the president used. And what's proof of use possession, right? So don't bend you don't he has these documents. If Trump has these documents, he has them for a reason. He's interested in them. It doesn't matter. That's not the law. Josh, Josh, that's Josh, Josh, that's not the law. It's not the law. The law is it goes to the archives, right? But no, but that's what happened in this case. It went to the archives? What are you talking about? You Are you smoking crack out there today? What's going on? The records the record
1: that he got went to mar lago They're sitting in
0: the closet. Yeah, which is not the National Archives. Right,
1: Because so that's what happened in this case. That's my point.
0: Yeah, in this case, they didn't go to the archives where they were supposed to be. So but I'm
1: saying they, the, the
0: White House already had a copy. No, no, you're not understanding. You're not understanding something. You're not understanding something. So he has... He took... No, forget classified. You're, mis- you're no. apples, apples and oranges. Apples and oranges, okay? This is important, folks. Whether they were classified documents or not, they were the documents from the White House. He can't take any documents from the White House. You got it? When he left, he can't take anything with him. If he
1: signed the documents, say
0: Donald Trump. He can't take it with him. Whoa, 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 whoa. What what was the word you just used? Later, right? A copy. A copy. When can he get it? After it's been... No, and every copy goes to the archive. So everything they do at the White House, every piece of paper they generate, right, is saved. It's millions of documents. The Obama White House generated 30 million pages of unclassified documents, in Obama's eight years. Do the math on how many millions of documents a year. Out of the 30 million emails, Trump's interest in the 11 documents. No, no, you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. He doesn't have an interest. Wait, wait. So you agree that he couldn't take them with him, right? He apparently did, though. Okay, I don't care what he did. I'm asking what he's allowed to do. He wasn't supposed to. Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you, Josh, thank you. He wasn't supposed to. So what I'm saying is... you, the if I sign a document, for
1: example, okay. uh, you know, some type of book, an extension or whatever, um, you know, for, as presidential extension, whatever, or a funding or issue, if I sign that
0: record
1: yep. you know, as the president or yep. as a person, yep. am I allowed to you know, have a copy? Am
0: I allowed to have a copy of that record that I signed? No. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. So ultimately, yes, you can get a copy. But you have to leave everything that you signed with the archives, right? Wow. And then... They will okay. get you your copy. There's a process for getting your copy. You you they have to archive everything first. That makes sense. They account for everything first. There is a process. So what if he gave the stuff to the archive? What, what if this happened? To him? What if he gave the stuff to the archive? Okay.
1: He have a copy of what he
0: Correct. He the and and here's a problem. The happened? archives went to him and said they were missing things, right? And they asked for them and he gave back 15 boxes of material. So on day one of this whole thing, before the warrant was even served, the president must have agreed that he had things he wasn't supposed to have, or else there was nothing to return, right? All right. Okay. So agree that he took things he wasn't supposed to. Then in June, the archives said that they learned, this is the argument, that they learned that there were more items that hadn't been returned, and they made a criminal referral to the Justice Department. Okay? That's how this came to be. This came to be because dum-dum, God bless him, right, thought it was okay to just take whatever he wants with him, or somebody in his staff did, right? Then when when they come to him and go, hey, you, you took some stuff, and there was, like, cooperation at first. They handed some stuff back over. What we don't know is who the whistleblower is or how they found out that they were missing some well, things. Whether there were documents... The thing was, Go ahead.
1: The FBI came. I heard the FBI came to ago, okay? Earlier than this event happened. Correct. And they say, oh, where are you keeping these records at during that process that you're talking about? And then they told them to put a
0: lock on that Correct. door. And, and then they're saying and they're that somewhere somewhere in between there, because that's around the time that the lawyers for Trump swore that there was nothing classified left, okay? Now that's interesting. Now I want you to think about this, Josh. Why would a lawyer for the president fill out an affidavit swearing out that there were no more classified documents if there were never classified documents there? Why would it say there are no more classified documents? We've returned all the classified documents if there were never classified well, documents I mean, there? I
1: don't, I might. Well, the reason is
0: because there were classified documents there. they went through empty. Trump is saying. The only thing that FBI was able to go through was the drawer. No, they, they found, they took out 20 boxes of stuff, but but, but here's the point. I, I want you to think about this for a minute. His lawyer swore out a statement saying that they had returned all the classified material, right? Now Trump is saying, there was never any classified material because I declassified everything. That means his lawyer lied b- by saying that they had returned what was classified if there was never anything classified there. You understand that they've already agreed that there was classified information there. Now the disagreement is whether there was still classified information there. Trump's trying to say there was never did classified it, information. It was 11 files they find 11 15 boxes? Well, I... Listen, the 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 reports vary a little bit, but you can look at the affidavit of return for what they took out of there, right? That that's public record now. What they took out of there, just as a general description. That said, I'm just trying to I just want to be clear about this. Think about this. So if I said I was at Josh's house and we removed all the cocaine from Josh's house, and then later you say there's no cocaine at Josh's house and there's never been any cocaine at Josh's house then why would I have said, we removed all the cocaine from Josh's house? Wouldn't I have just said the first time there was no cocaine at Josh's house, if there was no cocaine at Josh's house? No, I said, we've removed all the cocaine because there was cocaine and we were removing it. Well, that's what happened with the president and classified documents. There were classified documents at mar lago They sent some of them back to the archives. They told the archives they'd sent all of the classified documents back. You can't now say you didn't have classified documents if you agree you had classified documents previously, right? You can't just say they were never classified or else you were lying when you agreed they were classified. I I, I feel like I'm running down a rabbit hole here, but but do you understand the problem now? I saw a list of a
1: bunch of they said they got. So now how much space does that take up? Is that something that you can place between the couch cushions?
0: No, they no, they're talking about boxes, boxes of material.
1: Of, uh, was it actually a cool, you know, extra material? I mean, how much? They're, yeah, saying that, ten, that they're saying 10, they you know, they're the saying, they're saying banker, process. they're
0: talking about banker boxes. So we're talking about boxes of material, not, and, and yeah. listen, Josh, here's the deal. Um, you know, I had thousands and thousands of files at one point, right? I was responsible for knowing where they all are. Imagine that. Like if you went to a lawyer in town here and he represented you 10 years ago and said, where's my file? What do you think he's going to do? He's going to find your file. file. He's going to be like, I well, one time, he's going to say, he's
1: going to say, he's going to. the person had a storage unit and mm-hmm. they were just completely full, just files, all files and clear containers so they could see what's within each one. And the whole entire storage unit was just filled with records.
0: Yeah, like I listen, listen, there's whole warehouses filled with records, but all you have to do is write on the side of the box a number. And then keep track of what's in each box, right? It's not hard to do. It's not hard to do. It's not like Trump, you lost a couple documents. Listen, here's the answer. Somebody, I think, and we'll wait to see this one, okay? When we get the affidavit of probable cause and we see that one of the Secret Service or Ivanka or Jared blew the whistle on this, all of a sudden, it's going to look a lot different, isn't it? The Department of Justice already knew that they had documents and they were trying to return them and they didn't return all of them or whatever. But but then they learned, supposedly, that there was additional classified material. And that's the question. And then the next question.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and by the way, remember something important that I, I brought up earlier here, right? Born secrets can never be declassified. So some. Yeah, yeah,
1: explain, it. explain that a little
0: bit more, Carl. So so if if somebody writes down on a piece of paper the secret ingredients in a nuclear weapon, or why we put three nuclear weapons in Nebraska and two in South Dakota, or what's the best way to load a nuclear weapon onto an airplane, or what's the best. Um, What's the best uh, way to wrap a nuclear weapon in, in bubble wrap? It doesn't matter. Anything involving nuclear materials or weapons, right? Any document or thing or picture or diagram about those things is a secret the moment it's created. And the president doesn't have the power to lift that secret. Mm-hmm. He can authorize he certain... The, he, has
1: the class, he has the classification to know about it, but he doesn't have the classification correct.
0: to correct about document. And, and so some people have the right to look at those secrets, but they can never declassify them for purposes of storage and how they're kept. And so there are many people who've gone to jail just for taking one of these things home and holding on to it, and not even doing anything with it besides holding on to it. So it it's rare because it's never involved a high official like the president before. It's usually like a guy who worked in the NSA or CIA or nuclear regulatory authority, took some stuff home in a briefcase. Then he got scared, put it in his basement, didn't want to throw it out. you know. And then somebody found out he has it. Or there was a guy from the NSA that was hoarding stuff in his basement. There's all kinds of these stories. And these people have all gotten prosecuted and very harshly for doing this because the government wants to make it very clear you have to handle this stuff carefully. Uh, so Trump may have taken so some material. Trump, so Trump had three files on aliens, right? Right. And he
1: was going to keep those for
0: his
1: own personal use. At some point later, you know, well here's the proof we have you
0: know, we have communication and here's one another one on their body and here's one on their spaceship. Well here's his you know, he did make space force. I mean here's he his got office shortly thereafter he, he developed space force. Right. Well so here's here's his problem, there, Josh.
1: There was a need in his mind there to, to make that connection.
0: Right. But I you know mean
1: either, but, was it something that he was shown that was either fabricated or was it something that was real?
0: But here's his problem. Even if he did that, kept it with good intention and declassified it all before he took it in the whole nine yards, if the new administration reclassified it and then told him, hey, by the way, we want it back because we reclassified it. He's definitely in the wrong because just as he had the power to declassify, they have the power to classify. They can classify anything they want. Now, I I don't know if you realize this or not, but like if you invented some great new way to mow lawns that the government thought would be helpful for the government, right? they can roll in under the name of national security and, and nationalize your patent and just hide it, right? Sure. Yeah, sure. absolutely. And if Trump had Biden. records in the basement of Mar-a-Lago and somebody said to Biden, like, here, sign this and make these classified again because because uh, the orange man's about to reveal the presence of the green men uh, to the world and Biden signs it, then Trump's in trouble if he doesn't hand the records back over. I mean, and that's that's an easy one, too. Uh, but I, again, I, I don't and think it was. Uh, numbers, you know what I mean? yeah. a, so, you know, but maybe I he wants to be another Edward Donald Snowden. Didn't want you know
1: about. Well,
0: and maybe he wants to be the next Edward Snowden. But you know, he was definitely sitting on him for a reason. doing anything with him after he took him home. So, uh, you know, the government has done like extensive searches in uh,
1: in in uh, different areas of the planet, like over in Egypt, and in the. Uh, Sahara area, the reef, the reshot structure, and they've done massive uh, investigations all over the place. That they don't, and there's pyramids all
0: over the place. Well, they
1: know about it, and they don't want us to know
0: that all that stuff was buried not too I long saw, ago. I saw the, there, uh, the millennia theory. I saw the documentary where Wayland uh, Enterprise's satellite discovers it, and then the aliens and the predators are down there too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna let you go because I'm gonna wrap this show up, brother. Thank you very much. Uh, George Soros will not allow me to talk to you about the aliens yet, but when he does, we'll do it. Are you out of touch? Republicans and Democrats are splitting the generic ballot. So if you think it's gonna be a tight race, uh, it's probably gonna be a tight race. If you think one side's gonna body slam the other, it's still possible to go either way. November's a long ways away, but the generic ballot has come back to a split. Um, It's come back to us, that's for Congress. Uh, I'm still calling. uh, I don't know if anybody saw. I haven't seen yet. I was traveling with my son, enjoying the lovely sunshine in Buffalo, New York. The Buffalo River, by the way, is open for recreation. And those of you who know anything about the history of the Buffalo River should find that very amusing. But in fact, they kayak and fish in it these days. Uh, The the, um, senatorial candidate, right, the lieutenant governor, uh, Fetterman was in Erie this weekend giving his first off-the-cuff talk raw, I think they were calling it, after, three months after his stroke. I don't know if anybody saw that. I'd like to find out how he did. Um, I'm in fear that Oz is losing to him. You know, I I voted for Oz because Mr. Trump asked me to, but it seems like Mr. Fetterman is going to win. And of course, um, ladies, Doug Mastriano still loves your uterus more than you do. Which is why he's down more than 10 points there's also something new going on with him uh there's something new going on with mastriano because apparently he supports this anti-jewish anti-semitic guy who owns this gab website where this newest killer that killed the fbi posted he was going to kill fbi agents and urge the other gab followers to do it i guess mastriano has dropped his account on gab or somehow turned that off because he no longer wants to be associated with that website Although. He gave $5,000 to the anti-Semite who runs that. And my understanding is they're going to be pushing those ads. So not surprisingly, the um, anti-Jewish Christian nationalist, ultra right wing Doug Mastriano, failed painter, I like to call him, is way behind Josh Shapiro in the polls. Uh, we'll keep you updated if that changes. Uh, so anyhow, back to the theme of today's show, right? The theme of today's show. Uh, if you have classified documents in your basement, you probably need to get them back to who they belong to. I think that's the lesson we've all learned. Now, is it a big, terrible thing what the president did? We'll have to wait and find out exactly what he had. We'll have to find out who was concerned about what he had and why. All right, that's That's the end all. It may be a nothing burger, but my inclination is, That the Attorney General wouldn't be stupid enough to fly this up the flagpole as a nothing burger. At some point, we're going to have to learn something. And Tuesday, we're going to learn what happens to Liz Cheney. I expect to see a bunch of you celebrating her loss on uh, Facebook, Uh, but I'm going to enjoy you guys shilling for her for president in a couple of years. All right. Peace out. Take care.